Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. The Buffalo preparation continues. Roberto, what was happening out there in Frisco yesterday? Boy, uh, Mike McCarthy is a big fan of Josh Allen. Can't help but heap all the praise on top of him. Really? Compared him to Brett Favre. That's well, who he said he reminds him of, which well, not a bad comparison. Football. He knows football. Clearly. He does. Not, right. not, a, not a bad comparison, Brett Favre, because uh, when you watch him out there, it's I would say Josh Allen is even more than Patrick Mahomes to me. Josh Allen is the most frustrating player to watch as an opposing team, like when you're trying to watch them play defense, because there will be times where it's like he's about to get hit. He looks like he's throwing the ball away and he's actually just throwing it to Stefan Diggs 30 yards down the field. And he's completing it and dropping it in a bucket. He is really frustrating to watch. And it is that Brett Favre energy of just yeah. making the impossible happen. He's a bigger Brett Favre. Rocket arm. Yeah, honestly, that, that, that's exactly what he is. And so uh, I'm trying lot- to think of another guy he could be compared to with the size that played like that. And I don't know. If the I the comparison that he gets a lot. And I think he's a little more athletic. I think his arm is better. The, the comparison he gets a lot is Roethlisberger. For being that size and mobile ben and was just lumbering, he's big. Well, and Ben became a, a bigger volume passer once his athleticism kind of ceased. He yeah. wasn't like Allen, where he was combining both. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, I could see a, a Steve Young. Although he's got a much better arm, is not as accurate as Steve. Uh, About a hundred pounds heavier than and Steve. A, Young a lot too. bigger size, no, but just like they can, you know, they can move, they can throw. Uh, really I don't know if well. I can think of a more opposite one than that. Well, it's because he's lefty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- lefty, smaller. Yeah, uh, I'm not talking arm. about the size. Yeah, the, the, just I'm talking about from a mobility and a passing standpoint. Anyone so can move, basically. Randall Cunningham, throw out. No, uh, I wouldn't say that one. Uh, you can't compare a black quarterback to a white one. They don't <laughs> allow that. I mean, honestly, if you want to go further down, and I know Randall Cunningham calling him a Vikings quarterback is a misnomer. Wow. He's an Eagles quarterback, but... If you want to go another one, similar to early on the way Culpepper was. Culpepper was big, mobile, you know, threw the ball aggressively downfield, had a big arm, similar kind of player. Well, he but. did throw it aggressively downfield. Anything else? No, uh, Malik Hooker mispracticed yesterday. That was kind of the, the biggest one. So he had left the game against the Eagles, but he came back on the field. He didn't look like he had any sort of a problem. Everybody had an expectation that Jonathan Hankins wasn't going to be out there, but Malik Hooker missed practice yesterday with an ankle injury, so we'll be, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on that and find out what McCarthy has to say for that because he did not give a heads up that he would not be out is there. Is this interior Rundy in trouble without Hankins with more focus on Mozzie? I don't know that it's in trouble. Hankins is really good. Like, like Hankins has been one of their most consistent players. For all the talk that has been out there for the last couple of years that the Cowboys don't have good defensive tackles and all oh, that interior is not very good, 
you could make an argument that's two of their most consistent players on the entire team this year is their defensive tackles. Oso Digizua and Jonathan Hankins have been good just about every week. Like, Hankins is out there making plays. Osa's out there making plays against San Francisco when nobody else was. And so those two have been really, really good. And Jonathan Hankins has shown some pass rushing prowess. He's eaten up blocks inside for the run game. But Well, you'll love this then. What? You'll love this. I went and looked up the uh, PFF grades for yeah. Hankins and Mozzie. What do you think it is, Choppy? Mozzie is getting a... 62. Way too high. 47. 49.6. That means 49. what? Uh, it's below, well below average. Yeah. You below starter level, too. Below it, reserve. No, what it means is absolutely nothing because they don't know what they're watching. Well, Hankins is a, that was from Ozzie. Hankins is a 45.7. Oh, Four points Worse than Mozzie Smith. They, they are watch. they are one of the <laughs> defensive tackle is one of their worst graded positions where they don't know what the hell they're doing. I would think corner is worse, is, is more difficult. Corner the corner's bad. Difficult. Offensive line is bad a lot of times for them. Offensive linemen hate PFF. If there's a position group in the NFL that hates PFF more than anybody, it's offensive line. But defensive tackle years ago, they used to just trash Terrell McClain in twenty sixteen when he had a really good year. And I remember people inside the Cowboys were like PFF has no clue what they're talking about. Terrell McClain may be our, one of our best defensive players this year. So, this is my favorite topic of the week. Uh, Dan Quinn was asked whether he would ask Trayvon Diggs for the scouting report and tips on his brother, Stefan. Dan Quinn said, quote, I would not do that. I wouldn't want to put him in that situation. That's his brother. I certainly would not. I'm fascinated by this topic. Hmm. What is the right thing to do? Anyone got a problem with Trayvon Diggs being like, well, Trayvon didn't didn't reject it, reject it. But Dan Quinn is like, no, I'm not even really going to ask him. Is this not happening if Trayvon Diggs is active? Are they not having Stephon Diggs scouting reports in the meeting room with Trayvon chiming in? If it was your brother, how are you approaching it? You got an issue with Dan Quinn not even asking Trayvon how to shut down by far their best weapon? Let me know what y'all think on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. I love this. It's weird. There is a little bit of... I think I got a little problem with with, with Quinn and Trayvon. I think I got a little problem with it. It's, It's odd because there's a little bit of... In some ways, you look for these advantages and you talk about, oh, well, we'll be able to get the inside scoop or, oh, you you know, we've got this guy. He played with them earlier in the season. He's on our team now. He'll be able to give us all the insight. You get that a lot. And then there are other instances where they don't do that. I remember when the Cowboys were going up against Gary Kubiak uh, a few years ago that when Jason. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Garrett was the head coach. Klein Kubiak, Gary Kubiak's son, is on staff with the Cowboys. He's one of their national scouts. And somebody had asked him kind of jokingly, but was like, hey, have you thought about pulling Klein off of the scouting room this week to, to get some insight on his dad. And Garrett went, nope. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Eric Weddle gave an interview a couple of years ago. This was not even his brother. He had played with, uh, was he Rams, then oh, Ravens, yeah. or Ravens, then Rams? Yeah. I think it was Ravens, then Rams. But he told the, he told the media, he said, yeah, I know the little hand signals the Ravens do because I was there. And then he told the Rams, he said, yeah, no, nah, but I'm not going to let them know what they are. He's like, those are my guys. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. we, we got to beat them another way. I'm not going to give away their hand signals. Those are my boys, and I'm not going to mess with them. And so there is these these weird areas in football where guys don't want to go there. Yeah. But I also think that. And I have a huge problem with Eric Weddle doing that. Oh, no, that was, to me, Weddle, I thought was a I've much got a, Yeah, deal. Weddle for sure. The, 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 the sibling thing. I don't have a same-sex sibling that I would have competed against in sports. Uh, I have so I have no idea what the um, the general competitiveness is there. Like I know the man, like Peyton would not go to an NFC team when he was doing his uh, um, free agency tour because yeah. he didn't want to compete against Eli. He didn't want to like block Eli from getting to a Super Bowl. Uh, it was just like there was just that. Sort of, I think, secured respect that it's like, eh, just I'm not going to go down that road. It's also you don't have to ask Trayvon, I don't think. Well, that was going to be my follow-up. Is there any way that Trayvon, Trayvon versus your scouts, right? Like your scouts are looking at all these plays and Mm -hmm. games of Diggs tape. Is there any way that Trayvon would not have an extra bit of insight that your professional scouts have already seen? So to Trayvon tell you something like there's no way that in conversation, if you're close as brothers, right? Trayvon is going to know something that Stefan like loves to do yeah. that maybe isn't picked up on film or maybe someone in your scouting department is not seeing. I don't know. So they're very close. Trayvon and Stefan are very close, but they also are extremely competitive and they get chippy. And I remember that that was one of the things that, people liked about Trayvon when he was coming out of Alabama was that they said that Trayvon is a guy who he that was part of what drove his mental makeup was the he told an NFL scout he's like I am not Stefan Diggs's brother I'm Trayvon I'm Trayvon Diggs and that's all you're gonna like address me as and that's all you're gonna think of me as because I'm not my brother and and I'm that's not who I am that's not part of my makeup and so I know people have 
around the league have been impressed with how he motivates himself based off that competition with his brother. But I, I, I think absolutely there's got to be releases or just style or other things that he would know about that if this is the Super Bowl, are you not asking him? Because, I mean, there was, there's been talk before about like, oh, a couple of years ago, I remember people said, what if you get a Diggs Brothers matchup, yeah. Buffalo and Dallas, because those are two of the better teams. So if this is Super Bowl, you're not going to tell him anything? You're not going to go ask him? I think Trayvon volunteers it because he's competitive. And I think Stefan Diggs probably tells the Bills, yeah, you want to go to Trayvon? Do this. But DQ is like, I'm not even going to ask. But I also wonder, again, if that's because he knows Trayvon will just tell him. And so he's like, yeah, I, I can position it this way because yeah. I know he'll tell me. That way you're not putting him in a position to make a decision. Yeah. He just comes to you on his own. So how would you feel, hypothetically, if Trayvon came out and he's like, no, I didn't volunteer any. I wouldn't do it. That's my brother. I I have I, I have I I would have a much bigger issue with Eric Weddle because there's no relation. Right. With Trayvon, I don't have I, – I wouldn't care as much. I think you're right. They don't – there may be a little, a very, very small tidbit that he could, you know, give. It's, I mean, like, like, think about this. Growing up, they were six years apart. They weren't playing against each other in the backyard all the time. They're six years apart. My kids are three years apart. They never play in the backyard together. Like, oh. my, my, my 11-year-old cannot keep up you know, playing catch with my th- my 14-year-old. He just can't. No, but, I mean, they, they were competitive up to, like, Trayvon being in high school and into college because – Trayvon was trained at Michael Johnson performance yeah, before well, the draft. High school and college, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah, but like that's that's well, and that's that's when he would have seen yeah. who he is and, and the type of player that he is. And he had said on there that he was he was like, yeah, I used to. Stefan won't run routes against me anymore. He gets mad because I lock him up. Let me know what the Tolos are saying if they have that sibling issue. Like, could you give the exact broken down scouting report? And would you give it? Would you give it? Like family versus football. D and Forney, you're live on Sean and RJ. Go ahead, D. Hey, Sean. Yo. Man, look here, man. Let me tell you about what's going on, man. He don't have to ask Stefan to do anything uh, to, uh, to to help his brother out, man, because he's already checked out. Have y'all seen the last game? Oh, Stefan <laughs> Stephon Diggs is checked out? Now his brother is checked out. He, yeah, Stefan Diggs is checked out, man. He's uh he's already the last couple of games, man. Just look at his numbers. Yeah. You only ask somebody for help if that person is really – Killing in football. Oh. Right now, he's not doing anything. I love the take. Mm. Like, you don't even have to ask about Stefan because yeah. he's not a factor. So I have been noticing in the last few Bills games, early on, here's my, here's my book on the Bills. They asked Josh Allen to do way too much. It's ridiculously unfair. And early on, they were overly, I said this on the show, they were force-feeding Stefan Diggs. Like, it was like going overboard. And in the last few games, like three weeks, I've been like, man, is Stephon Diggs on the field? Why isn't he getting involved as much? Here are the targets from the beginning of the season. Uh, 11, 16, 12, 12. That's what I'm like, man, they're forcing this. You know, it doesn't, it, I know CeeDee Lamb gets a bunch of targets, but they all feel like natural. This is like, yo, we, we don't want you to go off on us on the sideline. Then the targets went from 12 to 7, 5, 8. And actually, in the last two weeks, it's gone back up to double digits, 11 and 11. But he has not had more than six catches for the last five weeks. The last time he led the Bills in receiving in a single game, November 5th. In receiving? In receiving yards. yards? In yards. It was November 5th. He had Cook, Davis, Shakir, Davis, and then Diggs, November 5th. We are on December 14th. Wow. 
Uh, breaking news that's 10 days away from Christmas Eve, Sean. That's pretty uh, That's pretty stunning right there. Yeah, I mean, good call, good call, D. Good point. Well, yeah, and what's also funny, I mean, look, if he's uh, if he's wanting to get out there, get out of that city bad enough, and if Trayvon wants to pry him out of there bad enough, maybe, maybe you don't have to ask Trayvon. Maybe maybe Stefan will just tell you, hey, here's the the lowdown on how to beat Josh Allen and everybody else, because he seems to want to get the hell out of there. The Cowboys get shut out, choppy of another Super Bowl. The next one down the road is going to be in Los Angeles. Jerry Jones was speaking to the media yesterday, said he's not disappointed about AT&T not getting the host. Quote, it just has not been a fit for us. I'm proud for the league. L.A. is a perfect spot for one. We will just look to the future. And then Jerry was saying, look, we're not itching to play one of these international games. We certainly would not want to play in Brazil. If we had to, we would want to do Mexico City. Yeah, they. Uh, the Super Bowl has been awarded in 2027 to Los Angeles. It was just in Los Angeles a couple years ago. All right. And I, Jerry can say all he wants that we're not. Itch- they they they're never gonna get another one. It's it's a crime. Phoenix has gotten one twice since we had one last. New Orleans is gonna is on the schedule for uh, the second one. Uh, Miami, L.A., San Francisco for crying out loud. That dump. Uh, be, uh, Santa Clara, come on, not San Francisco, Santa Clara. I know Let's we still clear. gotta go stay in the <laughs> loin. All right, that's where we're gonna put us at the haunted hotel with Sean's name on the on the elevator, despite the fact that he had never been there before. But his name was printed on the elevator wall. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Um, but that th- those places are all getting a second Super Bowl since the Cowboys and, and AT and T hosted one last. So why? I, I look. I, I think that it's well a couple things. The one, they, freeze or the layout. The layout doesn't help. No, it does not help. The layout does not help. It's if really it was, confusing to if it was, everyone who comes and visits here. If it was now the layout though, there you the Santa Clara. That's the other issue. That's a, that's an hour and a half in traffic from downtown San Francisco to get out to that stadium, which is where they did the. Uh, remember they did the media day in San Jose. At the SAP Center where the Sharks play. It's, it's so easy for the NFL, too, because it's like there's the stadium, there's SoFi, and then you've got the NFL Network headquarters, literally office with SoFi. They're next door. There's there's so many advantages to doing it in L.A., but, yeah, it's, it's weird that Dallas cannot get a crack at this. Another reason for Bobby to hate Shohei Otani. Are you looking for a job? You can protect the World Series trophy and get paid for it, and, oh, man, we are right there with Charles Barkley for one of the most awkward sports <laughs> events that you could ever think of with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen together. That's all next on Sean and RJ. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.